Yeah, this Mariners team, it's got the juice. This is the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into the show. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Locked On Mariners podcast. It is Friday, July 15, 2022, and thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patno. We cover the Mariners over at InsideTheMariners.com for Fan Nation over on the Sports Illustrated Network. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dan Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, CPAT11. Be sure to also check out our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash control zone. We post two additional podcasts on there every single week. And if this is your first time joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell, and give this video a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it. And as you all know, we are hoping to get to 2,000 subscribers by the end of this month. That is our goal. But Colby has a giveaway planned if you help us reach an even larger number. Colby, tell me what you're planning on doing and how many subscribers we need for you to do it. Sure. So um, I have a very small collection of autograph cards uh, that I've collected over the the past year or so, uh, really since the the shutdown uh, a few years ago. Uh, Giving some of these away, they're pretty popular. Uh, but I still have a small collection of cards I haven't given away yet. But that will change if and only if we get to 2,411 subs by the trade deadline. Uh, that is 19 days away. 24, Griffey. 11, Edgar. Uh, my two favorite players. So we get to 2411. We're about 715 away uh, as of our recording this right now. We've done almost 700 ads in the last 28 days, so you guys are going to have to step it up a little bit. But if we get to that mark, uh, I will give away this numbered jersey patched autographed 2019 Mitch Haniger card. I don't know if you can see this on the on camera. There we go. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, Ty can vouch. It is a Mitch Haniger autographed card. There is a piece of the jersey in the card. It is from 2019. It is tops. It is numbered. It is 32 out of 75. Uh, we get to 24. Uh, 2,411 subs. I'll give this card away to one of our uh, subscribers at random. So, but uh, this this uh, this giveaway will be put out on Twitter, obviously. And all you have to do is subscribe, and you're automatically entered. So, if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a chance to win this card, go ahead and do that. And uh, you know, your odds for a Twitter giveaway are actually pretty good because right now we're only at 1,700 ish. So. Uh, yeah, I, it is a, it's a very good card and Hey, you know, maybe, maybe if you guys, you know, really blow it out and, and maybe we get to like 3000, I've got a bigger card over here that I think will be very popular that I really don't want to give away. So get to 2411 first and then we'll talk, but, uh, 19 days until the trade deadline. Uh, so if you're not subscribed, please go ahead and do that. Please tell your family, your friends, uh, to subscribe. And, uh, if we get to our, our goal here in the next, uh, three weeks or so, mm-hmm somebody's walking away with his baseball card it is a it is a nice card nice and the mystery card that he's talking about is one that i kind of hope that he would just give to me instead of giving to you guys but uh you know the things that i do for you guys of course of course of course oh wow there autographed mike cameron card wow there it is 
is. Yep. There it is. This is also number 34 out of 70. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ty wants this. Uh, if you guys get to 3,000, I'll get that away. And I'll, I'll bump you one up. If we get to 5,000 by the end of the year, by the end of the season, I may just have to give away the Logan Gilbert autograph graded card. Uh, 9.5 Logan Gilbert graded card. We'll see. But first, let's get to 2411. That's enough of that. We need to talk Mariners baseball because this team, <laughs> this team, yeah. baby. Hey, Colby. Overrated. Da, 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 da. Overrated. Texas school systems. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what the Texas Rangers fans yelled at the likes of Adam Frazier and Abraham Toro. Yeah, what are we doing, couple guys, guys? Hitting like a buck eighty. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Like, are they, are they, were they so drunk that they didn't understand that that's supposed to be like a, like a, a mock of like Mike Trout? Like that's something Mariner fans would, would chant at Mike Trout. Like they wouldn't bother wasting it on David McKinnon. (laughs) Such a waste. I mean, I don't know. That's exactly who I was thinking of too. (laughs) I was trying to like, I I don't know. Like they've only got two good players. So really any of them work, but um yeah no it was it was funny uh that that chant was going on and and uh after they were losing too like yeah they had after they blew the a four nothing and five to one lead in this mm-hmm. game marco gonzalez had a rough start uh particularly in the first couple of innings and then you know he ate it for a while there and was able to kind of stabilize for a little bit and get to the bullpen, which was lights out. Once again, this bullpen is incredible. We're going to be talking about the bullpen later on in the show. We're also going to be talking about Julio Rodriguez in the home run derby. And uh, if he has a chance to, to win it. Uh, But yeah, this was a 2021 esque win for the Mariners, maybe the most 2021 esque win for the Mariners this season. Falling down five to one, Martin Perez looked like he had everything working for him. Uh, there was, of course, the inside the park home run by by Sam Haggerty, but outside of that, Perez was just shredding through this offense. They struck out looking eight times in this game, looking, looking, <laughs> not just striking out in total, striking out looking eight times. Uh, that usually is not going to get it done. But on the same day that we talked about Ty France and potentially putting him back on the IL because he hasn't looked so good. Since since coming back from the IL, he ends up being the hero in this game. He gets a pair of hits and hits the uh, game-winning two-run single in this one. What did you see out of France in this game? Uh, still some concerning things. Uh, he did strike out in his other three at-bats. Uh, mm. So the timing's not quite 100% there. Um, but he did certainly he barreled up one ball at least. And he he, he looked that – was a, that was a pretty vintage Ty France at-bat there in the mm. uh, eighth inning. Seventh and eighth inning. Um, it was mm-hmm. pretty vintage Ty France at back, got down one, two kind of battle. Then he just kind of flips the single in there. Uh, you know, Ty France with, with, you know, runners in scoring position has been excellent, uh, this year. So still looks a little bit off. He's not quite there, but it's definitely a good sign. He just missed a home run by a foot or so. So, um, he looks better. He looked better yesterday. I, I still don't think he's quite a hundred percent, uh, but, uh, he definitely looked better. Uh, and you know, it's tough to kind of blame him for striking out three times when everybody in the Mariners lineup with the exception of Abraham Toro struck out yesterday. So, mm. um, it is, it's kind of one of those, you know, Perez was pretty good. Like, I, I don't want to take it away from Perez, uh, but France just still not quite there yet, but he, this is the best he's looked also. Yeah. 
And it just kind of felt like this was going to be the end of the win streak. You had J.P. Crawford scratched before the game started. It's a bruised finger on his throwing hand, so we'll see how long that keeps him out. Of course, the All-Star break is coming up, so that's great for anyone that's dealing with any sort of ailment right now. Uh, but then, you know, Marco gets off to the rough start. The offense just kind of looks like it's dragging along. It just played a doubleheader in Washington. They had to travel all the way from D.C. to Texas. The schedule is just mind-boggling stupid but here we are this is what the Mariners are are going through and uh yeah you know it just kind of seemed like it was this perfect storm for this win streak to end but alas they just they were able to get Perez out of this game and they got into the into a fairly mediocre bullpen for Texas and took full advantage of it and of course not without some help from the Babbitt gods as well they had uh some pretty good luck as well I, I you know Sam Haggerty flipped a uh, single into the outfield that was a uh, kind of Babbitt-ish. Uh, there was uh, there was a lot of that, a lot of good things working for the Mariners. All things coming up, Mariners, right now uh, on this uh, on this win streak. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, it just keeps on rolling. And now they have Robbie Ray pitching tonight, who's been just out of this world over his last six starts. So uh, feeling pretty good about making it twelve tonight. Gotta say, how are you feeling about tonight? Uh, yeah, it's it seems like Texas is going to go with a bullpen day today, and possibly sunday that's um, good i like and that I, <laughs> and i believe spencer howard is getting the ball tomorrow um mm. so they i think they avoid john gray I haven't taken a close look at the pitching probables i know tonight it's essentially they're going to go with an, they're going to go with matt bush as the opener but i think taylor hearn is being mm. recalled to be the bolt the the bolt guy mariners have handled Hearn pretty well he's got good stuff so it's not going to be an easy walk in the park um, but if Ray pitches like he has for the last month or so, uh, then they're going to have a very good chance. And and just want to throw this out there because you mentioned him, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to ignore him. Um, mm-hmm. Why is it every time Sam Haggerty like starts and hits ninth, like he he does something like yeah, <laughs> it just put Haggerty uh, you know in the nine hole, especially in in Texas of all places, and he's the best player on the planet. He had an inside the park home run. Talk about a little bit of Babbitt luck. I mean. Hit that ball hard. Don't get me wrong, but that yeah. should have been a single. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, inside the park on run, he goes three for four. Um, That's his third three hit game of the year. Yeah, he's hitting two eighty three right now. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, he. I. I mean, I don't know. It's it's been great. He's really stepped up. Uh, Dylan Moore has really stepped up, and and we talked about when you go on these long. I'm just, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the hold. Stop the show. Hold on. Did you just say something positive about Dylan Moore? Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, 0 for 3 with two strikeouts last night. Looked terrible, but yeah. <laughs> Other than that, he's been pretty good uh, since the suspension started. Um, I think last time I checked, this was before last night's disaster of a game. Uh, I think he was hitting 283 over the last 14 games. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, he's been swinging the bat better last night, notwithstanding. Terrible. Um, but no, I mean, in all seriousness, you in these kind of a long 11-game win streaks, not only do you have to find different ways to win, right? And last night was the come from behind, charging, full steam ahead, basically play well for three innings type of game and, and win it late. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but you also have to have different guys who, you know, mediocre major leaguers at best, they have to step up, uh, especially when you're dealing with all the injuries that you are. So Dylan Moore has done that. Sam Haggerty's done that. Even Justin Upton has had a game or two where he's not been useless. Um, so, 
yeah, I mean, the Mariners are getting contributions from pretty much everybody up and down their their roster right now. Uh, you know, we've seen Carlos Santana carry the team for like 24 hours. Uh, <laughs> Julio's done it for a week. Ty France. You know, we'll see. Winker had a couple hits last night. Uh, you know, Cal has carried the offense for, you know, a week at a time. Uh, so they're getting contributions from everybody. Uh, and last night it was kind of the Sam Haggerty show. Um, and then, uh, of course, you know, Julio uh, celebrating a hit by pitch like nobody else can. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a total team effort just like last night was. Uh, and uh, that's how you win 11, by getting contributions from places you're not supposed to get contributions from. So it was really good to see. Personality-wise, Julio Rodriguez is the Pete Carroll of baseball players. I said it. I love Pete Carroll, so I'll allow it. Yeah. He was I mean, he was jacked up, you know, as Pete Carroll would say <laughs> after that uh after that hit, hit by, by pitch. pitch. Yeah, he was he was fired up, he was jacked, yeah. he was, you know, every single adjective he, that, uh, uh, that Pete Carroll loves to use. He made sure to tell Adam Frazier where to go or whoever who was at, <laughs> at that point. Was it Frazier? I, I believe it was Frazier. Yeah. I could be wrong though. Let us Just know let down below. Know. You come right here and you touch home plate. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he was pretty fired up. Uh, by the way, Adam Frazier with another hit last night. Uh, mm. Played some shortstop. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Hmm. Adam Frazier has been kind hey, of good Adam, since Ty Adam started, Fra- started Adam defending Frazier, him. <laughs> Adam Frazier is the 26th man. Fine. Adam Frazier and he 1 through 25. Not good. Yeah, it was weird that he was at shortstop instead of right field with Haggerty on the field. I, I, you know, I know that options are very limited with JP and Demo out, yeah. but I mean, why not they just put not. Frazier in, the, in right and have Haggerty <laughs> they, at short? They do not trust Haggerty at shortstop. They have refused <laughs> yeah. to put him there. Yeah. Uh, they barely put him at second. I actually think he's pretty good at second. So, yeah. Um, by the way, Haggerty might be playing himself into kind of a, a role here. Uh, we'll see once all the other righties get back, but. His swing against left-handed pitching is actually pretty good. So mm. Haggerty might be a useful platoon guy, but with Haniger and Lewis hopefully coming back soon, it's kind of tough to find a spot for him on this roster. But we'll see what happens when he gets there. Either way, last night he had a great game. Yeah. All right. So another unit that had a great game was the bullpen for the Mariners last night. They were fantastic. Shut the Rangers down after Marco left this game. We're going to be talking more about them in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as the person you love with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft their perfect engagement ring, and each ring is a a one-of-a-kind. Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moments sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Mariners listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement jewelry as well. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, plus every order is insured, ships for free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen 
lesson of the day, just like you do here every single day. We greatly appreciate the support. And folks, apologies for the technical issues that we ran into yesterday. Seems like everything is fixed today. And more importantly, Colby has ordered a new microphone. So get excited, folks. Next week's slate of shows should sound uh, even better. So I'm probably uh, we'll, still going to use this one, though. <laughs> you're just going to show the microphone on camera and just like rub it in everyone's faces like, hey, I, I got this. You want me to use that, huh? Huh? Yeah, you're going to throw it over your shoulder like Luke Skywalker in episode mm-hmm. eight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so this uh, this Mariners bullpen has been amazing over uh, the last three weeks uh, since this run that the Mariners have been on this 19 of 22 runs have been on. Uh, they are first in bullpen ERA at one five one. One, they're third and fifth, uh, fifth and SFIP. And interestingly enough, they're 25th in innings pitch, seven, 71 and two thirds innings pitch. And a lot of that, of course, is credit to the Mariners starting rotation. The Mariners bullpen hasn't had to take on a lot of high stress innings and a lot of uh, just any in general. So it's been relatively fresh for the most part. They've been able to use their best guys on most nights. It's been huge for them. What have you seen out of the bullpen lately? Yeah, you know, it's 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 worth note. Yes, the starting pitching has been much better, and that does help. Um, also, those numbers are even a bit more skewed because they've had to use an opener twice now, and it sounds like mm-hmm. they're probably going to have to cover multiple innings on Sunday. Chris Flexen going on short rest. I can't imagine he's they're going to let him go his normal hundred pitches. But um, out of the bullpen, you know, it's worth noting that it's not just that they're they're pitching better. They are. Uh, Seawald has kind of worked past some issues. Castillo certainly has. Munoz as well. But there have been changes based on, you know, in, roughly in that same time period. Uh, Sergio Romo is out. Drew Steckenrider is out. Anthony Mashevitz is out. They've been replaced. Their roles have basically been replaced by Ryan Barucki, who's been <coughs> pretty good, uh, by Penn Murphy, who's been pretty good. Um, and now Matt Brash uh, has kind of stepped in uh, as a high leverage type of, well, High leverage stuff. I I wouldn't trust him yet. High leverage spots, even though the Mariners already have. So, uh, yeah, it's not just that the starting pitching is is better. It is, and they're going deeper. But it's also because they've added some new faces to that bullpen, and they're all performing pretty well. Yeah, they have been fantastic. I mean, they are – let's see here. They are – where is the hard hit rate numbers? They are second in hard hit rate right now. 29.4% of the time. They're generating a lot of weak contact. And uh, they're not necessarily keeping the ball on the ground. They're 29th right now in, in ground ball rate. But because they are generating so much weak contact, doesn't really matter right now. I would like to see the ground balls go up because of just considering who you have in your corner outfield spots on most nights. Uh, but, you know, this is fine for now. And they're also missing a ton of bats, 13% whiff yeah. rate um, and 29.2% called strike plus whiff rate. That's 10th best in the league. Uh, again, the whiff rate is second best in the league. They are also getting a little bit lucky. You know, 224 yeah. BABIP, that's first in baseball. That's the... Sure, but when you rank that high in weak contact, yeah, it's, I mean... Yeah, it kind of goes hard hand in hand as well. A little yeah. bit, yeah. And then you're striking guys out at a rate that they are. Um, yeah, they've just been really good. I, I don't, you know, it, it's it seems lazy to just be like, oh, they're just they're pitching better. But that's literally what's happening here. They're they're just yeah. pitching better, and they're not being asked to cover as many innings. And I really do think that helps more than people think. It's a big reason why I still want them to go get another starter. Um, mm-hmm. 
it just the bullpen could use some help. I think it needs some reinforcements, but it's a good bullpen right now. You have to feel pretty good if you get to the seventh, eighth, ninth inning with a lead. You have to feel pretty good that uh, you're going to secure that win. Yeah, I would really like for the Mariners to add some upgrades over the likes of Tommy Malone. I know Matt Festa has had you know high strikeout rates, et cetera, but he's you know a bit off and on. You want, you want Festa and Murphy to be like the fifth, sixth inning guys who just yeah. kind of clean up some messes and that's it. You don't want to trust yeah. them in high leverage spots. And even Baraki, who's been good over his last six yeah. or seven outings, I I'm I look into upgrading over him as well. Sure. I mean, we're at this point now where, you know, you've won 11 in a row now. You're six games over 500. There's a non-zero chance that you might win the next three. So you could go into the All-Star break nine games over 500. Uh, this is now, I mean, you know, you just look at where you are in the wildcard standings. This is the time where you go add luxuries. And look, relievers don't cost that much. If you're not going after the, the cream of the crop, you're not going to pay that much. Guys like Daniel Bard down in Colorado, who's 37 years old and a rental, going to cost you virtually nothing. Uh, so, Martin. Yeah. We're not so, talking about David Bednar here. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Because, like, I don't think that they necessarily need another high-leverage guy with Diego Castillo, Paul Seawald, Andre, Andres Munoz has been fantastic. Um, I just think that they need some more guys that they can just use, right, throughout the course would, of a game. Would you trade... an? like another similar like Austin Chinton for Diego Castillo. Would you do that deal again or? Yeah, I would do that deal. If that, if that's presented to me for sure. Yeah. So it's like Michael Morales for uh, just for a role, just like seventh, eighth inning type of guy. Yeah. If I'm able to get, uh, if I'm able to get a high leverage guy for that kind of cost, if I'm able to get a Diego Castillo, then yeah, absolutely. But my focus would generally be more on that second tier below just kind of middle yeah. inning reliever guys I, uh, to I like, upgrade over the likes of uh uh you know tommy malone etc maybe a long guy you know maybe someone like chris stratton i know that's kind of a meme with me now but like uh, uh, you know chris stratton can go multiple innings like that would be a significant upgrade over someone like tommy malone right right uh i i really like the uh, the chris martin idea and yeah. uh also kind of i, I like lou trevino i know his numbers aren't great but he's pitched a lot better than the numbers indicate Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he could help in the sixth, seventh inning type of role. Yeah, you look at his numbers; it's like a six-something ERA, but his FIPS are in the threes. So yeah, the, there's clearly like he's pitching a lot better than than his numbers would indicate. He, he'd probably be the fourth best guy in this bullpen. Mm. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's Murphy and and Fesson. All those he'd be pretty solid behind Seawald, Castillo, and and. Uh, uh, Munoz, uh, right in there with Swanson. Mm-hmm. And if you could add another Eric Swanson's bowl, then that's great. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. Absolutely. All right. So, Julio Rodriguez, we didn't get a chance to talk about this on yesterday. Julio Rodriguez is going to be in the home run derby on Monday. We'll probably talk a little bit more about that on Monday, but. Let's look at his chances for winning in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball regular season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. 
It is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online is where the game starts. And before we talk about Julio in the Derby, I just want to give a quick shout out to the Locked On MLB podcast, which I hopped on last night with Paul Francis Sullivan talking about this Mariners win streak, this great Mariners win streak. So be sure to go check that out after you're done listening to us. So let's talk about Julio Rodriguez here, who's in the home run derby. And uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Not a huge home run derby guy. Colby definitely isn't a huge home run derby guy. Actually, no, you're you're a big derby guy. You love the derby, right? Right, right. <laughs> but uh, so yes. Julio is going to be facing Corey Seager in the first round. I like his chances. Just going to be real about that. I'll just say that before we actually get really deep into this. And if he does win that round, he will face the winner of Pete Alonzo or Ronald Acuna Jr., who he's been comp to a lot. So th- that would be a lot of fun. I'm rooting for Acuna in the uh, the Alonzo battle there, even though that I think Alonzo might have the upper hand. He's been great in the last two derbies. Uh, but... That would be a lot of fun. I would also like to see a final of Julio and Juan Soto. Just saying. That would be my preference. That, that would, I'm just saying. Um, there's a lot of cool hitters in, in this one, though. Uh, Jose Ramirez is in this. Kyle Schwarber's in this. It's going to be a fun derby. A uh, lot better roster than any slam dunk contest over the last 15 years. <laughs> if we're being real. That's uh, pretty sad. Uh, so... What do you think about Julio's chances? You, you, knowing that the power that he has and just overall the personality too, how funny is, but knowing the power that he has, I haven't seen any of his BP, so I don't know what his BP power is like. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure he, you know, crushes dingers all the time, but uh, what do you think about his odds of uh, making it through this thing and, and maybe even winning? Well, let's start here. We do not besmirch the great Nate Robinson on this podcast. Yes, so of course. You of can course. take back your your dunk. What, was analysis. that fewer? Was that fewer than fifteen years ago, though? Pretty sure. Crypto Nate when he jumped over uh, Howard. Oh yeah, that might have been sure. like oh nine or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. close to you're fifteen right. years, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. The th- interesting thing about Julio is that he's not a. Um, it's not like a, a batting practice. Like I got to get there to watch Julio take BP. It's not really what he is. He he really does spend his BP, you know, trying to hit the ball the other way. Uh, you know, he, he's working on stuff. He's, you know, he, he does like kind of the classic. And then the last round, he'll kind of let it loose a little bit. But he's a very mature, you know, BP taker. He's not trying to hit home runs in his batting practice. Um, so this will be a little bit different for him. Uh, but obviously, you know, we know he generates a ton of bat speed. Uh, we know that he can hit. High fly balls. He can hit line drives. He can, you know, pull out the 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 four iron and hit a stinger. Like he's got all those home run possibilities in his back pocket. It will be interesting to see like the strategy he uses. Some guys they just like they just go up there and swing, right? And it, yeah. it is what it is. It's time now. There's not out, so um, you know you just go up there, take your swings. Uh, some guys attempt to go for like low screaming line drives uh, to try and get more pitches. Um, so we'll see if Julio's got a plan or if he's just kind of there to have fun. Um, I think he's got a shot. I think he's, I think he's the second, I think he has the second lowest odds right now to win the Derby. That's a pretty good value bet. Uh, yeah. Pujols, of course has the worst value, which good. Um, uh, I'll be mad if Pujols gets out of the first round. To be honest do do you think that he'll, uh, how many do you think he'll actually hit Pujols? Like, 
like 15 just to spite Oh, really? Me. You think he can actually still do that? I think he can, and he probably will, just like I said, just to spite me. Because I don't think Pujols <laughs> deserves to be there in any capacity, but whatever. He's a legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll actually do pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll see. You know, it's, it's just one of those things. My main concern is that Julio, A, doesn't go out there and hurt himself, which, you know, we've seen Julio really try to, like, swing as hard as he can, and it's it's terrifying every time he does it. Um, but also, B, I just don't want him to get a zero. Like, don't get Cano, don't get Brett Boone. Like, go out there, put up, you know, have a respectable number and, and get out of there. I mean. Um, yeah, since the days of Griffey, Mariners hitters have not fared very not well fair. in the home run derby. <laughs> not at all. I don't think Cano's zero came with the Mariners, though. No, that one did. The the We always have this conversation every time we talk I about know, Cano and the Derby. <laughs> it shows how much I love the Derby that I can't it was, remember. It, it was Cano had the zero in San Diego, I'm pretty sure. If I'm wrong, please correct me down in the comments, but I'm pretty sure Kansas his zero City. was in San Diego. And then Kansas City... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what he did in Kansas City. I remember the year that he won, where his dad was throwing to him. Yeah. Was that was that in Kansas City? It must have been. I don't. I can't imagine Cano did more than two derbies. Yeah. Right. No. I feel like he was at the one at Yankee Stadium, the one that Harper won. Wait, no, he won the 2011. That was a, that was a, oh no, that was Josh Hamilton. That was Josh Hamilton. <laughs> the show's off the rails. Um, <laughs> he uh, no, he he won the. Uh, he won the two, uh, 2011 Derby. Okay. So that was the year before Harper, or two years before Harper. Uh, so where was that? Where was the 2011 Derby? You know? Um, let's do some quick Wikipedia. All right. So uh, Robinson Cano won the Derby uh, at Chase Field in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. That's the one where his dad was throwing to him. Yeah. And to tie this thing all around here and 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 uh, go full circle julio said that his favorite derby moment was cano's dad throwing to robbie and so i would think there's maybe a good shot that we're gonna see julio's dad throwing to julio on monday so um that will be a lot of fun uh no julio is julio is uh his batting practice pitcher is actually the uh oh a front a friend of his uh, who played minor league baseball who actually oh. signed Julio. Um, oh, wow. He was basically the scout who discovered Julio for the Mariners is going to be throwing for him. Um, oh, Kister? Kister? No, 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 no. Like the, the, oh, like the, the actual, the, the actual scout. The yeah. Actual like scout. the actual, yeah. Oh, okay. Like yeah, his yeah, handler, that's cool. Yeah. The guy. Yeah. Who, that's yeah. Cool. Um, by the way, <laughs> just throwing this out there, uh, Kansas city, the 2012 home run derby, Probably the worst home run derby ever. Oof. No hit zero. Kemp hit one. McCutcheon hit four. Oh, Cano Gonzalez did hit, hit zero. Four. Yeah. See? Uh, Beltran hit 12. Trumbo hit 13. Prince Fielder won, and he never had more than uh, – he never hit more than 12 home runs in any round. So that's that's a that's a trash derby. <laughs> Uh, so I'm hoping Julio doesn't pull a Cano. By the uh, way, Cano went- the, 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 the one that Cano and uh, the Cano San Diego one, he had seven. Okay. Cano was, was in a Mariner. lot of derbies, by the way. I think he was yeah. in three in a row. So Cano in the home run derby is pretty common. I did not realize that. Mm. So considering Julio's bat speed, 
this was a great article that came out on MLB.com yesterday. Julio leads the league in bat speed, 98.2 miles per hour average bat speed. I think if that if we see that in uh, in this derby, I like his odds. I like his odds. So I would say if you know if you're on bet online by chance and you see those pretty low odds on Julio, I'd say uh, maybe uh, take that bet. But that is hashtag not medical advice. So yeah. Um, also, by the way, the last Mariner to perform in the Derby was Robinson Cano. Ty as Ty said, he hit seven. He was eliminated in the first round by Giancarlo San, who hit 24. <laughs> so Cano missed it by a good amount, let's mm. say. Just by a smidge. By the way, listen to the participants in this derby. Okay. Mark Trumbo, Corey Seager, Robinson Cano, Giancarlo Stanton, Adam Duvall, Will Myers, Todd Frazier, and Carlos Gonzalez. That's a weird derby. <laughs> yeah, that's very... That's a All weird right, well, derby. <laughs> I I like this group more than that one. So, and then we'll it see. was uh, it was Stanton versus Frazier, right in the final twenty to yeah. thirteen. Yeah, I yep. like this group a lot a lot more <laughs> than, than that group. Um, could have had Shohei Otani in this. He declined though, so he's uh, but apparently he's starting the All Star game, or there's at least a thought that he's starting the All Star game. So maybe that's why I don't know. Uh, Would have been cool to see Otani in the mix though, uh, along with. Julio Acuna, etc. I mean, we got legit stars in this derby. It's actually going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it, uh, and it's in LA at Dodger Stadium. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, just quick note here, uh, as we wrap up here, mm-hmm. uh, the Mariners have recalled Kevin Padlow from AAA. Uh, Carlos Santana has been placed on the restricted list due to a family emergency. Oh well, I hope so, everything is okay with Carlos Santana and his family. Yep. Um. Yeah. Hopefully That'll everything's good on hurt. that front. Uh. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what happens with J.P. Crawford as well. Uh. And if he's able to return from his finger injury, it's just a bruised finger as far as we know. So, hopefully that's something that heals pretty quickly. We'll see if he gets back into the lineup tonight. But that's gonna do it for our show here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode, whether you're listening or watching it. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every single day. Now make your second listen of the day, Locked on MLB Prospects host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, just like us. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball weekend and we'll see you on Monday. Peace.